He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. I'm back. Thank heavens. Uh, I've been adjusting to life. Life has changed a little. Uh, so it's been a few weeks and uh, I wanted to definitely give you this one interview that I was sitting on for a while. Uh, what I did – and by the way, this is a podcast where I interview Facebook friends, a different one each episode, blah, blah, blah. We're on Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com and of course, patreon.com slash funnyevan to support the podcast. So I want to apologize to my current patrons for being the, the first episode I'm posting in about a month and uh, that's going to change because I have some interviews to be scheduled and I have this episode coming up. So as I was saying, what I was doing is sometimes when I'm downtime and I got to talk to people, I want to talk to people, I go on my Facebook, I see who's online, I see which Facebook friend is available for a podcast. And I saw this one name. Their name was E.G. Smith. And I was like, huh, this person's available now. I don't know who E.G. Smith is. But then I spoke to E.G. Smith and it was someone else, an alias, who I will not tell you until you begin listening to this interview. But it's been an, it's, it was so much fun to, uh, to talk to this person while they were in Starbucks. We, she, she pod, it's a she, she pod, she uh, spoke to me about, uh, you know, doing people that do stuff and get stuff done in Starbucks, uh, as well as her appearances on television in the movies. She was in, uh, the OJ Simpson, uh, people versus OJ Simpson series for a little bit. And, uh, she's had some, so she's popped up here and there at some, some places. She's a a great actress. Uh, I'm not going to give you her name. Fine. I'll tell you her name. E.G. Smith, a.k.a. Christine Robert. Why was she E.G. Smith? That is a question we will get to on this podcast episode. Okay, this is Socially Awkward with Evan Rexel, and I have a show tonight, and I have a show, I have downtime after the show, and then I go on Facebook and I see who's online and then I see who writes me back when I ask them spontaneously if they want to go on my podcast and I got a yes and I got a yes from someone allegedly initially named E.G. Smith but it is actually this Facebook friend is Christine Robert hello Christine hey Evan what's up what a pleasant surprise (laughs) we must do you want to explain your alias oh yeah so about a year ago I figured out uh, that if I wanted to still be very politically outspoken on Facebook, yes. that I should probably hide my real identity because oh. it might prevent me from getting acting jobs. Yeah. So casting people and agents and Procter and Gamble or whoever want to <laughs> hire me for a job or a commercial or whatever, they might not like my point of view or they might not want to be associated with someone who's so politically outspoken. Yeah, so, and if you sexually harass anyone, like you can do it under <laughs> a different name because then Hollywood won't know because Hollywood now knows everyone who's been sexually harassing people. So, Yeah, because I'm so sexually harassing people. <laughs> 
<laughs> what what let's get jump to it then what what are your freedoms what are your truths that you're seeking where i mean I've, i'm looking at your photos you have a few like green party photos but um what what are your uh main missions in the political scene? oh well my main thing in the political spectrum is just that we all find our own individual personalities and authenticity and right. happiness and without harming any other people or beings. Right. So that's my, my basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm very, very outspoken when I find that people are trampling on other people's happiness and rights and yeah. freedoms and ways of being. So you would call, would you, you just call AG Smith an alias, not an alter ego or, or is, is EG Smith, your alter? How did you come up with the name EG Smith? That's what I want to know. Cause you also, yeah, have, you was- also have a profile, Christine Robert, or is this your only one? Is EG Smith your only one? Yeah, E.G. Smith is my oh, only oh, one. That, I took I took my personal profile and changed it to E.G. Smith. Oh, this is so, great. at the same time, I also created like a a business type page for Christine Robert, oh. the actress. Yes, because you've had many appearances over the years. Because I actually in one of my other one of my I live multiple lives. One of my my fifth life is probably that of a, a demo reel editor. And yours has been one of my most successful uh, because you have had a lot of fun credits to work with. Um, Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Give us, give us spit, spit your, spit your credits to us. Share your wins of what we can find you on. All right. Well, well, let me me first explain E.G. Smith. Okay. So when I realized I had to have an alias, I tried to come up with a good one and I'm an anarchist. So nice. One of the people I admire most in the anarchist world is Emma Goldman. Okay. And so that's E.G., Emma Goldman. Okay. And when she was involved in some altercations sort of around the Haymarket riot, which was in the late 1800s, she was married to a guy who got into trouble. I guess he shot someone. I don't remember the whole story in detail, but he right. shot someone who was running for president and because they didn't like him. And he was arrested and she needed to not be associated with him anymore because they were going to come after her. So they, they made that agreement between them. It's not like they got divorced or anything or that mm-hmm. they were on the outs in their relationship, but she had to disassociate. So she went by E.G. Smith. Wow. You're carrying the baton. This is nice. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, being an anarchist, have you seen the Purge movies? No, never no. heard of them. No, no, pur- it's like it's like the one day a year where crime is legal, so it's like called like purge anarchy. It's like oh, an Ethan no, Hawke movie, no. I think. I don't know. Yeah, a random anarchy point. Uh, well, are you a fan of the anarchy. anarchy symbol? Do you like the anarchy? There's anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was a punk, that was when I first learned about anarchy. Nice. Um, and and there's anarchy and there's chaos. Chaos yeah. is just like random stuff that happens, right. and it it could be good or bad or kind of wretched actually it seems like chaos gets really bad at some point but um anarchy is simply you don't want rules or laws actually no laws technically because it's almost like you Um, can self-police yourself yes i think that most of us anarchists especially in the peaceful variety that i hang out with we all just want to be left to be free and do as we please because we have a sense of morality and ethics. Yep. So 
we try not to get in other people's way. In fact, we're pretty disorganized in terms of um, we don't always know what each other is doing because we're so like free. We just want to be left alone, basically. Um, so it's not, you know, I don't see anarchy as the same thing as chaos. I, I do obey laws yes. as much as I can, unless I feel like something is really <laughs> impinging on somebody. Yeah. Do you, do you have a, f- a favorite anarchy kind of movie, like a favorite, like rising up and just like lawlessness? Oh. Uh, or a favorite gosh, Mad, story? Mad Max comes to mind. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, but that's kind of more towards the chaos that side is, of the spectrum. <laughs> Fury Road was pretty chaotic. It was chaotic, yeah. And, you know, obviously, V for Vendetta is oh, a cool it. one. Yeah, love it. Um, so let's go back then to your your uh, thorough IMDb cre- like credits. Like where where like credits you're most proud of, or or what you've you know what you've enjoyed doing over the course of your career. Um, well, there were several highlights. The first one being uh, Masters of Sex when they hired me to be a burlesque dancer. Ah. So I was interviewed in a series of like, there were like four or five of us being interviewed at the same time. And everyone was younger than me. And like, I thought more beautiful and more glamorous. And right. they ended up choosing me over everybody else than ah. the rest of the beautiful ladies just got to be cocktail waitresses and I was the burlesque dancer. And so when I knew I was cast in it, I did a bunch of research. I watched a lot of documentaries interviewing uh, burlesque dancers who talked about their acts and what their philosophies were. And um, so I really did some character study. And then when I got to set, it was just Mm -hmm. like, okay, you're up first. And I'm like, cool. So, I didn't know what I was going to be doing, but, and I didn't know what kind of space there was going to be. But before, when I was doing the research, I came up with some choreography ideas and (laughs) things I might do um, with lots of different options based on what kind of environment were they were going to put me into. So they gave me this little floor uh, space to work on, uh, sort of on this tiny stage with a white shag carpet. And (laughs) it was really kind of kitschy, you know, with some, Egyptian, tall Egyptian cat sculptures and like everything was painted red and it was in a gentleman's club. And so there were gentlemen sitting in front of me at yeah. little tables, one, like one here, one there, <laughs> nobody was together. So it was very kind of weird looking. <laughs> and so I just thought, well, there's this shag carpet. So I'm going to start on the floor and I'm going to kick up and jump up, you know, and do wow. like things with this twirly rope kind of thing they gave me to put around my, my neck. And, um, they gave me pasties to use, but then they were like, no, no pasties. I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and Ad- Adam Arkin was directing and oh, it wow. was really fun. Yeah. Wow. And, um, did I also see you pop up on people versus OJ Simpson? Were you on like, yeah. Yeah. I forgot what you John were Singleton was directing that. And that was really fun. I was hired to be an assistant district attorney yeah. and it just randomly happened that, uh, you know, when the Chris Darden character that Sterling was playing walks mm-hmm. in the room, he's all upset because the news just broke and yep. there was something bad that was happening for the, the prosecution that was not favorable. And he was looking at the headlines on the newspaper and I'm, I just grabbed the newspaper from somebody and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold it. We're going to sit, stand in this little pod and <laughs> he's going to walk up and he just like grabs the newspaper from me. And so I just lucked out being right place, right time. Wow. 
Nice. Uh, any anything been been taped that we can look forward to, or anything most recently, or uh, I don't think there's anything waiting to be broadcast. But right. something did just air. Uh, Seth Rogen is one of the executive producers on a Hulu show called Future Man. Oh, and I was uh, one of the revolutionary. Uh, warrior characters in it called Bat, B-A-T. <laughs> and uh, they they teased up my hair quite a bit and then put it in two little like uh, knobs on top of my head. So like I look kind of like I have... Or, oh, no, well, just no, like more, buns. They're more standing up straight. Right. Actually, I have that picture posted on my profile for the Christine Robert acting oh. page right now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty wild character. She just looks tough and like you know, burly. Uh, somebody told me they just posted all of those episodes on Hulu and, uh, I'm in the third one, but I'm not visible. Right. You know, it ended up not making, making it to the, right. to the final cut. And are you from California originally? No, I was born in New Jersey. Oh in Ridgewood, my. New Jersey. In where? Inglewood? Ridgewood. Ridgewood. Which is Bergen County, north, uh, north side of like the state. Like 908. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So tell us about your move to Los Angeles. Oh, well, I only lived in New Jersey till I was six. Oh, and okay. My mom moved us to Miami uh, when I was six, and yeah. I lived there for six more years, went to grade school, yeah. and um, then we moved to Aurora, Colorado, because my dad's from Canada, and he did not like the hot weather, hot, humid weather. <laughs> So we had an opportunity to move to Colorado and we took that and basically I went to high school um, and college there. I studied uh, at the University of Colorado Boulder. Right. Got my Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. Wow. And then I moved to L.A. because I wanted to work in film production. This is good. This is good. And were you producing anything? Like, did you? Yes. Okay. Yes. I produced in television for oh. a number of years. One of the shows was called Night Flight. Okay. And it used to be a, like a video variety show. So we'd show like short films and uh, do all sorts of musical segments. And I was in charge of producing the interviews with musical artists. And so I interviewed them. I set up the interviews with the record labels wow. and I interviewed them myself. And then I edited the pieces with, you know, interview footage with some of their music videos. And those were, that was in syndication that show. So they aired quite a bit. And I even got a chance to do some original uh, short films that oh, we cool. broadcast yeah cool. so it was cool and um i think we originally met i think through like being in gary's ca- class or you like knowing my wife um i guess i, I was curious you're probably the first uh, time i'm talking about like but what is first time i'm talking about gary but like how has gary like kind of helped the acting of you oh gosh gary's awesome i gary love Imhoff, gary because yeah. he's he's so encouraging you know, he, he takes a look at an actor, sees what you have already, what you're bringing to the table, and right. he encourages more of that. So he's not like the tear you down to build you back up kind of teacher. Right. And I, I know some people like that and respond to it better, but I don't. I like the, yeah. you know, kinder, gentler, encouraging and, um, you know, just encouraging you to try new things and giving you that sort of platform where you can feel safe to do it cool did you have a favorite exercise he ever made you do 
or exercise. Um, or, or more just like a scene you brought in. Hmm. I well, Michael Kessler and I recently did a scene from Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, and okay. we did it like three or four times. We were repeating it, and we just had a really beautiful success this last Wednesday mm-hmm. on the fifteenth. Um, and it was amazing. We just we just nice. like knocked it out of the park. <laughs> it was one of those scenes where he just opened it up to the class, and he's like, "Does anybody have anything to say about this?" <laughs> and, and everyone was just glowing they're just like nice. oh my god i wanted to see more you know yeah. why did you stop that's yeah. the only thing i didn't like about the scene <laughs> you stopped <laughs> that's awesome who who would play you in the christine robert story let's cast let's cast your part you go back to producing you're producing oh. your biography yeah. Gosh, I jump I around no very idea. randomly i kind of like just bounce everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do i was um, thinking of stuff i don't know do you have any ideas? <laughs> I have Kel- no Kelly, Le- uh, uh, old younger Kelly LeBrock, we could do. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay, weird science. Okay, let me see. Um, oh, me oh somewhere. yeah, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. Because you have like some like facial structure. So mm-hmm. let's see who else could play. Yeah, you? I've been told that I look like uh, pe- people are reminded of Amy Brenneman when they oh, see me. Okay. Edina Menzel, except oh, I don't sing. Yeah. Um, and right. Jessica Chastain sometimes. Let's do yeah. Let's do Amy Brenneman and yeah, and Jessica Chastain will stand in, and that'll that'll be the way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you're probably and you're my first interview. I think while you're at a Starbucks, does it feel like everyone at every, at a Starbucks in L.A. everyone has to be like writing something or working on something? Because every Starbucks yeah. is very crowded. It's very weird. Well, this one's practically empty because it's near my house. I live in Westlake Village in Ventura County. Oh yeah. So the sidewalks roll up pretty early here, oh, but yeah. everybody's writing or doing something on their computer. There's <laughs> like five five of us in here right now. Yeah, and I'm, this is this is actually the power Starbucks where during the day all the entrepreneurs meet and they huh. network with each other. So then let's buy this building. No, let's buy this building. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I've been in, I was in a Starbucks recently in my hometown. It just seemed like it's a different vibe altogether. I oh yeah. All the meetings. I mean, I don't know. There were usually a lot of job interviews. I mean, I used Starbucks to like interview interns when I was looking for like clones <laughs> of myself for outreach. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. a good place for it. It is. I think it's it's pretty usual to to do that. I've, and I've tutored at Starbucks. So the one far. cool thing I love about Starbucks, even though it's this huge corporation that's kind of taking over. Yeah. Um, I love that they're creating in America this environment of community and like a place to hang out because, you know, if you travel in Europe, there are like squares and plazas and piazzas to hang out in. Right. But here in America, we don't have that because nobody's supposed to loiter. And, you know, if you're (laughs) hanging out, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. Everybody thinks, I guess. I don't know. So Starbucks now gives people a place to hang out. And I love that. Nice. Um, before I let you go, do you have any questions for me? I like to turn the tables at the end. Oh, you spontane- well, what have you been up to? I haven't talked to you in <laughs> so long. <laughs> uh, I just did, this is, I'm recording this at a time where I had a gig tonight at the university of Texas. Uh, I had a fraternity hook me up and, uh, yeah, I'm, nice. I'm just, you know, doing my thing, trying to do the podcast, uh, do a lot of tutoring and I, and I'm also trying to start up. Some other like of weird businesses on the internet and all that other kind of stuff. I'm trying to like, you know, I have like two lives now between me, yeah. me the comedian and me, the tutor. And I'm just trying to add on three more. So 
That's what I've been up to. Oh, and I, oh, today, today I found out I'm an uncle. My my sister, <gasps> my sister had a baby. Congratulations. In, in New York. So that was that was my thing. Uncle Evan, yeah. What kind of baby? A, boy a, or girl baby? A, 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 a mixed uh baby. A mixed boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to break down the races. I like I at my show tonight I was always like whenever I mention like a, a race at a for a college card, I'm like, I need permission to see if I can mention this race, otherwise I'm racist. Like if I have to say like what if I say white and I'm talking about a black person, I ask the black person in the audience, is it okay to say black if I'm not black? Is it and like <laughs> That's where we're at. We need permission. You need permission. Oh, no. Did you see? I just saw a screening today of the movie Get Out. Have you seen that? I want to see that. It was released Don't earlier this year. I, I it was wanna... really good because now it's starting a whole new genre with this film. It's the beginning okay. of a new genre of horror films that are uh, have political consciences yeah, or they have a political it's, point of view. It's nominated for a Golden Globe for comedy co- category. It is hilarious. It, it, but... And it's really um, impressive the way... Uh, Jordan Peele right. approaches the whole issue of race. Yeah, I'm. I, I was hoping to get it on the plane. Like I, I was hoping, like planes would start getting it because I'm. I'm gonna be flying. But uh, instead, I'd been watching today. I watched War of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so you know, ah. make sure I watch them all. And the uh, third one. N- I don't know released? if this is the fourth one. This was the one that was released over the summer. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was I was hoping Get Out would make it in its way now, or otherwise I'd just get on Redbox or something. But yeah, I would, or maybe it's on HBO. I could grab it on HBO somehow. Um, yeah, because I want to see that because like, I've never seen like a movie get like ninety nine percent for Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, it was awesome. Okay, it's really good. Okay, and then there was Q and A afterwards, and everybody was just oh, amazing. Wow. Oh, were you like on the nominating committee or anything like that, or? For this you went to, I can't say I'm not at liberty. Oh, okay. People can't say. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. No comment. Okay, (laughs) never mind. I only know of this because I can't comment on it. Why I know about this? All right, that's. Oh man, I want. I gotta. I gotta check someone else's mail more often to see what's going on. Okay, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Cool. Well, I. This is good. Um, excellent. So, so we have Christine Robert Facebook page. Any any Twitter, or Instagram you'd like to speak of, or I, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Sunlight Ro- Robert. Sunlight Robert. Nice. Sunlight Anarchy. That should be the name of your band. Oh, Sunlight if I Anarchy. Had a band. That would yeah. be a great band. Well, you're selling. You said you were a punk, so I assume like you were a big like Sex Pistols head or. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. My the band I had when I was a punk was called Consuming Flesh. <laughs> <laughs> that's great because i was a vegetarian ah so you were really going the opposite opposite yep. flow okay cool well well eg smith it's been a pleasure uh i'm very happy with your uh social consciousness and your seeking of truth and, <laughs> and uh i would just say thanks for coming on socially awkward you're welcome bye evan bye all right i want to thank E.G. Smith, a.k.a. Christine Robert, for coming on Socially Awkward uh, to just chat about anything. She, she's a gamer. She was she was up for it. Um, good to hear, you know, that, you know, you're not just an artist. You're also an advocate. You're an activist. Uh, wear a lot of hats sometimes as an artist. So it was good to catch up with her. Um, if you like what we're doing, 
Definitely rate it five stars on iTunes, write a review, share it with your peeps. Go to awkwardwithevan.com for the other 60-plus Facebook friends I've already interviewed because I have about 4,500 to go, and that's going to be quite a, a life's journey for me. Um, so definitely check, check that out. Uh, check out Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because I'll post collages of my guests so you can see all the magic. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Stay awkward. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, you know. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.